Good evening, everyone. Edwin Lee Raymer here with you on the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Bill Wilson is my co-host, and we have a very special guest for the first few minutes, and she's been with us before, and we're glad to have her back. Jolene Radnati, uh, I'm going to go ahead and put you on, Joe. How are you doing? Just peachy. How about you? Peachy. Peachy. That's good for this time of year. What about you, Bill? How are you doing? I'm doing great. All right. You've got, uh, y'all have an event come up, coming up here uh, this week, November the 5th. Jolene talk. Yeah, we're going to let Jolene, her talk. what you got? Well, thank you. We're going to get right into it, folks. Bill's okay. my boss, too, if <laughs> people didn't know. Yes, that is, yeah. <laughs> I find that hard to believe, but go ahead. <laughs> well, he is one of our board members. Okay. So, Read to Succeed has their one and only fundraiser, um, and it's coming up this Thursday, and we're doing it Facebook Live this Thursday, November 5th at 6.30, and it's the Celebrity Bee, but it's called To Be or Not To Be. To Be or Not That's To Be. That's Shakespeare, right? Yes, yes. I am. To be or not to be, that is the question. Eight yes. years at college, I figured that out. <laughs> so who are the, ga- who are the, and what's this money going towards? So, so this, again, it's our one and only fundraiser, and this money will go for programming, books, books. supplies. Well, that's what we do. So, um, okay. and, and learning material for all of our adult learners, because right. we do tutoring. And then it also, um, it also helps with, um, you know, all materials that we need, like copying and all that stuff, because right. that okay. is not cheap. People don't realize. Sure. I understand. All right, so that's going to be November 5th. We're going to talk a little bit more about it when we get back. Right now, we got a new man on the board, folks. The dogs have been training. Zach Woodard is with us, and we're going to we're going to talk about him when we come back. We're going to yeah, we're going to break him in royally here. Woo-hoo. <laughs> and we're glad to have him with us. But I'll tell you what, for right now. We are glad to be here. My name is Evan Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that's a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And my name is Ed Raymer, and this is the Evan Lee Raymer Show. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state. You can reach us tonight. You can reach Miss Radnotti. You can reach Bill. You can reach me with your questions, comments, or you can send a text, and Zach or, or uh, Dalton will read it, read it for us over the air if you do not wish to be heard live. Uh, to 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. My co-host, as you all know, is Mr. Bill Wilson, a.k.a. Mr. Murfreesboro. And you can also listen live via the Internet. <laughs> Hello, Bill. Hey. At WGNSRadio.com. That's WGNSRadio.com. And Facebook at Facebook at uh, The Evan Lee Raymer Show on WGNS and Bill's Facebook page. Mr. Murfreesboro, and you can go watch us there as well. You can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you like. Take a listen to Stephen Reynolds. Take a listen to uh, Angela Bingham. She's on here at 6 every Sunday. She's doing a great job. She's been with us now a little more than three years and just doing a fantastic bang-up job. A fine lady, too. She's a teacher, I think, at 
Scales Elementary, Belle. Do y'all? Well, I don't she, know if she's still at Scales, but she's one of the Bingham sisters too, and ah, she can sing. I have heard that. I'd mm-hmm. love to hear them sing sometime. I really would. Okay. That's one of those city councilmen wanting to hear. He's probably he's want, want, ask, ask he's wanting a free question. meal. Is what he wants. Hey, who are, who, who are the people that are uh, competing? Yes, let's talk let's about talk this talk about thing. Their okay, so this event um, is a tribute to Dr. Linda Gilbert. We are right. Um, who we lost a couple months ago? She, she was a yes. No, she, she was, was a superintendent, yeah, superintendent of Murfreesboro, Murfreesboro City, Schools. City Schools, and she was Very also nice. a founding member of Read to Succeed, along with Paul that. Vaughn. And yes, so we want to dedicate the event to her. But we have five. We didn't want it to be a huge long night for folks because they're on, you know, Zooms Zoom, and Zoom, doing Zoom. everything, you right. know, virtually. So sure. we have, um, we have Abdul uh, Kati. Abdul. Uh, with Murfreesboro uh, Loves and Murfreesboro Muslim Youth. We have Michael Lynn White from City2v3, who was in here a couple weeks ago. We've bumped into her Yeah, a just times. a little bit. Yeah. Kara J. Kemp <laughs> with uh, Kara Kemp Coaching. She is a, um, a force to be. And Salon, too. Yes, and she's a force to be well, reckoned yeah. with. Officer Christopher Williams, he's an SRO officer at Bradley Academy um elementary school and he's a a neat guy and the ultimate predator you know the guy that dresses up like a he's actually paid by the the unknown comic yeah but he's 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 actually paid by the preds and um you know makes appearances and he used to be a wrestler so he does the full nacho libre or macho libre whatever you want to call it now there's no no sense uh uh Joe, we, we don't use foul language here on this, bro. This is a family show, believe it or not. To all eight of our listeners, Bill. And <laughs> eight? I thought we were up to ten. I, we, went to, we cracked 14 one Sunday night. That was a big deal. But uh, <laughs> No, we, um, we're glad to have you on. I'm glad to have you back. Well, thank and you. And we would love to do this for you every year. And uh, to let people, you know, give them a little heads up as what's going on. And uh, now you are the chairperson i'm the executive director executive executive director of read to succeed yes what what does it do tell people how this helps our children so read to succeed is 17 years old and it started out with just family literacy promoting literacy with families getting families involved so they can help their children and just showing the love of literacy and from there it's evolved so we do um family literacy starting with Head Start, age three, and we have book clubs in high school. So we're age three to 18 for family literacy, youth and family literacy. And then we do adult literacy, um, where we help people get their high set. If you're 18 and older, um, high set used to be called GED in the okay. state of Tennessee, you know, right, decided right. to let's make it more confusing. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. So uh, <laughs> we help folks get their high set. We okay. start from the beginning all the way. We see them all the way to the end, as long as it takes. We've had learners at 18. The oldest we have right now might be 68 or 69. Is that right? Yes, we've had older. Learning how to read. Really? We've had older. We had Isn't a gen- we had a gentleman that was going for his high set. He was diagnosed with um, Alzheimer's, and right. before that kicked in, he wanted to get his high school diploma. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Um, and then we thing. also adult do adult ESL classes, English as Second Language. Now, so, is there a cost for this? 
we do everything for free, and that's why we're having a fundraiser. Okay. So All without right. donors like our wonderful folks in our community right. and the grants that we write and this fun this fundraiser, that's how we stay afloat. And we've sure. been afloat for 17 years, and that stinking pandemic wanted to knock us down. Um, yeah, uh, it's it's affected everything. Yes. yes, but thank goodness for the PPP that we got, and right. um, that helped us stay afloat for a little bit until the grants started coming in for the the next year but you know things have changed for funding so um we're doing this live we're not asking anybody to get out and you know sure knock doors or get sick yeah well we don't want anybody to get sick we want them to have a good time so hey stay in your pjs um see a, a nice little tribute to dr gilbert and then see some fun with our spellers and um learn a little bit about what we do because I don't care who you are. You cannot do what you do every day without literacy. That's exactly right. And if you can, if you don't have literacy, if you're struggling, you're relying on somebody else. So you don't have freedom. That's a fact. So uh, we want to break that for folks. You know, and those of us uh, that that are proficient and we Mm -hmm. read and and you're required to read basically every day Mm -hmm. and do some writing, you know, uh, you take it for granted. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know how in the world a person could go through this life. That's where it starts. He's reading. Yeah. So right. we it have is. we have one gentleman that um, he graduated from high school. He has right. had a family. He tested below a third grade level, but he graduated from high school and had a job and everything. Grade. But he yeah. can't understand his bills. Right. So he's like, sure. I want to go further so i can understand my bills Mm -hmm. and you know it happens still people think oh well that was back in the day when you had to quit school if you help with the farm or whatever no Mm -hmm. kids are still graduating and they're we have had an mtsu student and another college i'm trying to think um yeah we had to help you know I, i i'd come to realize it was a problem even back in the 80s when you had ncaa football players and not just football but you had all the athletes if they were very good at their sport, but some of them graduated and basically could not read. Not only read, read they can't books. articulate. Right. I know. That yeah. was hard to believe. How do you go that far? Just, that, just pass them along. And, and you, know. you know, there's not a there's nothing to be ashamed about. Not at all. No, if, the, the, if, the you know, blame goes we, to the instructor. We want folks yeah. to know, though, to not be ashamed. It takes courage and hard work and it it's it you have to be intelligent to be able to maneuver life without mm-hmm. having literacy so okay uh, we're going to get ronnie martin in here in just a few just a few minutes we're going to take our first series of breaks zach's going to put us on a break here in just a minute uh give us your final pitch we're glad to have you here jolene thanks for coming back and tell us when this is again okay and how people can can tune in so where t- can people get in touch with you uh, uh, facebook right. what site okay for our celebrity spelling bee to be or not to be is thursday night this thursday november 5th at 6 30 on the read succeed facebook page right. um it is a tribute to dr gilbert we have five spellers we're at about 40 minutes so we hope people would uh come and visit us we're accepting donations through the night and all the way up until 
forever. <laughs> but okay. www.readtosucceed.org, or you could call us at 615-738-7323. If you need help learning to read or know somebody that does, please holler at us, and we will do our best to take care of you. We will certainly do that. We're glad to have you with us. Good luck to Thank you. Thank you for having Thanks, me. Thanks, right, thank, thank you very you. much. Stay with us. Me and Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson, will be right back with you in a couple minutes after we hear these breaks, and we'll get Ronnie Martin in here, and we'll hear what he has to say. Stay with us. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left, take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive. 149 Wendellwood Drive, Sweet B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad sushi starters but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills now mark has set up four of these grills and these chefs are second to none uh, the food very reasonably priced and if you got the kids with you a date with you they will show you a good time that's zao's hibachi and sushi grill 145 Wendellwood drive here in murfreesboro Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murphy Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with Parks a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs, and we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. 
Garcia, the Bond girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds, now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties. Sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. Curve them, crack them, or bend them, we can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. If you're watching on Facebook right now, don't adjust moves. don't adjust your screen. They're, they're in sync. You remember that guy? Who was that? Who, who were those guys on Saturday Night Live? Uh, two wild and crazy guys. No, well, no, no. He's talking, talking about us. <laughs> Ronnie Martin. Ronnie Martin, councilman for the city of Murfreesboro, has agreed to join us. Thank you, Ronnie. Glad you come. How you doing? I hear you. I understand you took a nap this afternoon. I did. I didn't intend to. I just. Oh, it's kinda, understandable. Yeah. Just well, this change. time change. Yeah, right. It is. It's crazy, isn't it? They're yeah. they're talking about changing it to what is it right now? I don't know. No, they've 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 daylight about savings. That. They're talking about leaving it like this forever. I thought they were talking years ago about leaving it the other way. So, well, I don't know. Cynthia and I were talking about this. Evidently, there are places, states that have opted out of this. There how are. Do, how does that work? You're always an hour ahead. I the state. You're always an hour ahead or hour behind, depending on what state you're in. Yeah, but if you're doing that within the continental U.S. and you have time zones and you have a time zone that runs through your state, how does all that shake out? I mean, yeah, how do you program your coffee machine? The United States uh, spans counting Hawaii and Alaska and Hawaii spans six time zones. Wow! But that is nothing. I believe the the Soviet Union spans eleven. Really? Russia's yeah. Soviet Union's huge. And. Ronnie, that's where we're going to be giving away a trip to this winter. Siberia. To, uh, Siberia. <laughs> and it's, yeah. and the, it's a very nice and view. Oh, no, no. It's, it's a and it's it's very the, nice view. The wife will love it. Are you interested in that one? <laughs> I'm not going. Ronnie I don't like the cold. No, thanks. No, I'll tell you what. No, I can't imagine. Yeah. A big portion of the Soviet Union is not, is not lived in. Ice. It's just ice. Yeah, yeah it is. Hmm. What's going on, councilman? So you wanted to be a city councilman, huh? Yeah. You, <laughs> when are you up for re-election? No, I mean, two, two more, more years. years. Yeah. So we were talking about the the emergency services. EMS. That was that's been a topic of conversation. What's going on with that? Tell us about. Um, it. you know, we Mercyboro Fire and Rescue. Um, and I'll again give you the condensed version. Um, as firefighters, um, you know skill set and job responsibilities have sort of evolved um a large part of what they do is respond to medical calls um i didn't realize that's one of those things and until you're in a position where you're having to make decisions you don't know the significance of some of those things so um as that he's as that situation has evolved you know the city's grown 
We've invested a lot in uh, fire stations. We've invested a lot in equipment personnel. Exactly. And, you know, fire prevention is, um, is much stronger these days. There's codes and building codes that, you know, prevent or, you know. My brother's a, a lieutenant uh, uh, fireman. He's a lieutenant for the Franklin Fire Department okay. in Franklin, Tennessee, right across the way. And he can tell you, it's not just the truck. It's the outfitting of the truck. Oh, yeah. And you can expensive. easily have a million dollars. Oh, yeah. And the education, all that stuff. Yeah, so as, as we... And then you have to... You, you know, they do need to be paid. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, that's a big deal. You know, they yeah. work 24 yeah. on and I think 48, 48 off. 48 off. Most, that's most of the... That's you know, right. But, we've got. but as, you know, there are fewer fires, um, you know, our, our... And I think this is a kind of a nationwide trend. Firefighters are doing a lot of medical calls. And right. so... Right. That's been somewhat controversial, I think. Um, I think the fire department had really, you know, uh, we've all gone past, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not grinding an axe here, and I don't sure. want you to either. Yeah. But we've all gone past these stops. You got two or three police cars. You've got yeah. the ambulance. You've got the fire truck. You've got. You're the safest person in America. When yeah. Something, when when that you, happens. you know, and and. And then you got wasn't people anything, slowing wasn't down. Not. And it's, I mean, they're drawing all kinds of situations. Now, sometimes it is certainly warranted. I'm not saying that. But, uh, are y'all I mean, I never have figured out. And I've, my brothers had, had, I've had, why do they call the fire department to everything? So it's, those are fair comments, right? Condensing yeah, I mean, that big truck money, costs a lot of money to crank up. Yeah, so, you know, you know the, what has happened, and I'll tell you, you know, we are very, very fortunate in both Murfreesboro and in the county to have a highly trained, um, you know, firefighter uh, rescue force and EMS force. And so what, what has happened is a lot of firefighters have, as they're, as they have evolved in their training, we've grown from firefighters to um, firefighters having basic life support skills and advanced life support skills and EMT skills and Mm -hmm. paramedic skills. Right. And so what has happened is on most fire trucks, you have, in a, on any call they go on, you've got either advanced EMT or paramedics that are there. Well, that's a good thing. If you're fighting a fire yeah. and someone has a medical emergency while they're right. there, then sure. you've got these skills that can be deployed. Sure. So it makes some sense. Sure. What has happened is as the city has gotten more dense and the county you know, more rural in, in contrast, right. um, you know, the EMS folks, um, in some cases, they can't get to certain locations as fast as our firefighters mm-hmm. can get there. So the point you're asking, you know, mm-hmm. we got all these vehicles, all these people on the site, right. it, it becomes about who can get there the quickest and um, what level of expertise um, that's exactly right, right. and so do you know they, if you're they have. if you're in a car wreck or you're in a fire or sure. something happens you don't really care right who comes as long as somebody somebody there has a skill there. set that can right. help you and keep you right. safe sure. and so right. that's the thing that i think that has been really tough about that conversation is um most people say why do you need you know two police officers you know a police officer and backup and then Fireman, a fire yeah. truck and then a county ems right and you know look from the standpoint of the cost associated with that, there's no question. There's some duplication there right. of services. Uh, we're trying to work on a system where <clears throat> the technology piece is executed a little better. Where um, if communication you, being key. Yeah, that's right. You know, okay, so, thanks, but we don't need you. So, no. so if you only need an, an ambulance, send yeah. an ambulance. One person sure. can do all of it. 
Yeah, so we're... Yeah, I mean, it's not a question. I mean, the workers are already there. The yeah. Guys and, the guys and gals are already on shift. That's not a question. Well, you're going to call these people in, pay them money. They're already there. That's not the question. The question I come to, like we're talking about those fire trucks, right? it costs a lot of money yeah. to move that truck. That's right. Now, a police car is a different story. It's on the road anyway. I understand that. But an ambulance or, or I mean... Oh yeah, they're great, great fuel mileage too. About six miles to a gallon, any way you go. Right. <laughs> and so yeah, it does over over a long haul. Uh, they they have a lot of, of they I call them false runs. Sure. Uh, it may not unnecessary runs, but rather rather safe than sorry. Well, so, that's the thing. If, you know, if if you're in the vehicle or your loved one is in an accident yeah, or, right. or in an incident. And you say, hey, we don't know who can get there fastest, so send everybody. Sure. And yeah. somebody can get there two or three minutes before the other can. Well, is that something you want for yourself or for your loved one? Well, most people would answer yes. It's okay. the rest of us that are annoyed by having all the screaming vehicles right. coming from every direction to get to the site. So At that particular time. That's right. If it's me or you. Send them all. Send, send them all, yeah. yeah send yeah. them all. All right. We're that. That's the human that's element. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Send to everybody. Yeah, yeah, sure. So that's what happens, and okay. and it's been it's been an interesting thing because I think the city as the um, you know we've got great first responder personnel in our community. You, you think about some of the challenges that other communities have um, getting equipment and personnel. You think about challenges other communities have with getting the right personnel and things that don't go so well with that personnel in some occasions. Sure. And, you know, we're really, really fortunate. And so, you know, it's a good thing that the biggest problem we have in Murfreesboro and in Rutherford County is um, the technology piece of who can get there quickest. And, you know, there's been some of this, so I'll just say it. But county folks feeling like you know firefighters are stepping on their toes yeah. and firefighters yeah. feeling like they and that's going to happen too yeah. yeah that's going to happen yeah so we've tried to work through that and um you know there's 15 or 20 years worth of history that we're working through but sure i think at the end of the day um you know the leaders have done what we expect leaders to do which is to hang in there and push through that and um put, well i think there comes a time when you with the the, the basic employees the the people that are there facing the fire every day no, no pun intended but sure facing the music every day you have to say look this is just what it's going to be for a while yeah and we're working on it and i know it's not a perfect system but we'll get there you know yeah and, absolutely and it just takes time like and you it, said this has been going you got you got two decades of history here uh we've and had tremendous growth. growth of the growth between the county yep. and the city I mean, it's just, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, and those are good problems to have. I mean, you know, not... Sure, but, you know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Change the subject. Yeah. Who, who wins Tuesday the election? Oh, my goodness. I'm going to tell go. you. I'll, I'll tell is you. Is it going to be close, or is it going to be... I don't have a clue, man. I just don't. I mean, you know, I, it's, it's... You think he'll go into January? Well, you know, I think it's unfortunate that there's... And, and I'm going to say the same thing I'm sure everybody's been saying, but... Um, you know, the season of um, all of us, um, I think it kind of has brought out the worst uh, in, a, in a unique way for lots of people. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, <laughs> just go back to say, uh, and I've said this many, many times, it's just really unfortunate, in my opinion, that uh, it's the best we got. Yeah, it really. I think it's really. Well, unfortunate. I think even, and I'll, I'll say this, and most people. You're saying on me, both sides. Yeah, that's what no, I'm no, saying. No, I mean, no, I mean, <laughs> cover all you. No, no, I, I think, and most people that know me, of course, uh, 
uh, I've got a little bit more freedom than maybe you, you two gentlemen do. Yeah. Bill, you're in business here. And, uh, Ronnie, we certainly know you being on the city council. Yeah. But uh, even Joe Biden said himself, he said, if, uh, you know, because he didn't run four years ago. Right. Because of the death of his son, it was just, he was just finishing up being vice president, which I'd imagine a person could use a vacation even after that job. Deserving you know, of one. Whoever, uh, whoever, whoever's team you're on. Yeah. Um, and uh, but he said if Trump was not president, I wouldn't be running. Yeah. And but there's nobody else to step up and say, you know, hey, I think I'll take a stab at. It. And I was really looking to think some younger people might have gotten involved at this point. Right. I, you know, between the big money that's in politics, I mean, and, and Ronnie, what you guys are taking down under the table, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> The Chicago turnaround. I can afford, a, I can afford you, better clothes no, than I've got Let me rest. tell you. I mean, I had, no, listen, I had people, you say, you're bringing that city councilman on. Well, how much, you know, what's he, he must, you must have him in your pie. You, what, how much is he paying you? Yeah. Folks, I would not call $9 a big, <laughs> which by the way, Only that check. for you. Yeah. That check. You're yeah, welcome. That, sure. that was an old account that was closed. Yeah. So. <laughs> it cost me more to deposit that than it did when the check was worth. Yeah. I'm just kidding. But, you know, I was listening no, to uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, Bart Gordon. Um, John Hood had a um, uh, an no, event. Uh, yeah, he did about the Greenway, and he yeah. had Kent Siler and Bart Gordon on. And, and Bart Gordon had a lot to do with that. He, he did. Um, and one of the comments that Bart made, I like him a lot. And, uh, you know, he the, the topic of the election came up, and, you know, Bart commented, and, of course, you know, and I'm not going to get too deep into this because sure. it's confusing to, you know, to me, but – you know, Bart was a different sort of Democrat than I think Democrats are today. It was a little different, just right. like Republicans are a little different in Times some cases. Times were different. Right. Times are just, you know, different. Mm-hmm. But Bart was talking about, um, you know, how much easier it was to work, you know, together. Across and, the aisle. Yeah. yeah. And it just, man, it seems from where I sit and listening to what I listen to, it just seems like there's none of that going on. You ought to be my age. It's foreign. Yeah, you ought it's to be. Foreign. I'm 62. I, I know. I, I know people get tired of hearing me say it, but I'm 62. I never thought I'd ever see times like this. It's just, but but did. Bart was arguing this this moderate group that right. used to be the mm-hmm. largest group yeah. of concerned citizens, where you know you sure. move some to the left sure, and right sure. depending on what right. you're talking about. And I love conversation. You're talking about the Tea like Party. <laughs> I'm not specifically. <laughs> Wait, is there no, a tea? You're a libertarian, no, right? No, is that, not, no, no, no. No, okay. don't, don't, don't wait. No, you don't. Just hey, here's Let's go to a break me. right now. <laughs> I, I voted both. Ronnie, put the revolver down, please. Yeah, right. And people said, oh, you're a Hands on the table. <laughs> that used to be before Bart, Bart Gordon was your last true Democrat. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, I don't even know if there was a Republican Party here. Isn't it interesting? Lo- locally. Yeah, how different it now, is. Now, we had governors well, that were Republican, like Winfield Dunn. He was a, a in he the was 70s. But he was a workable, I mean, he was they, reasonable. Ronnie's man. right, because would people, it didn't matter. We can agree to disagree yep. agreeably and get things done and respect each other. But now, here's where I had a problem with, with Bart, and I'm, I, uh, Bart Gordon, I mean, when they were doing all this mm-hmm. about this greenway, they I take said, your Look. they take some of your property. Did they, when no, they no, did no I didn't okay. worry. No, I didn't it's have I didn't have any property. That, about that. I didn't have any property that valuable. But uh, meanwhile, I didn't know. <laughs> but I said, okay, that's wonderful. You're going to build this thing. Now, what about maintaining it? Yeah, I know you get the money to put it in. Now, who's going to pay to maintain? Well, you know who's going to pay. 
ultimately it's going to be your tax your tax base. Now you don't live in the city; it's the city taxpayers that are doing it. I understand, but I mean, that's still a good question. I think he uses the Greenway every day. What are you talking about? Matter of fact, you're probably one of the biggest expenses we have out there, aren't you? You're using it all the time. We're going to go to a break. <laughs> Will you escort Mr. Martin? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you understand that the Greenway was supposed to go all the way to Nashville, to Clarksville? You said they were, last they were supposed week, to meet. Right. They yeah. followed the rivers. But that's what you, I mean, you You're think right. about how big that is and the vision that, to Clarksville. well, the vision that Bart had to, to try to do I that. Know, I mean, that's I a big deal, man. That's a really big deal. That is a, that's a pretty big, that's pretty, that's a chunk to, to, adding be, on to break it. off in June. Aren't are they adding on to it right now? Or are y'all done? Well, they, we just opened. There was a ribbon cutting. Um, I think there's still a little bit of work for that's being done. Uh, it may be complete. I should know the answer to this. But the 99 bridge section under yeah. the bridge. Um, but I think we just did the ribbon cutting for that last section from Barfield um, to, I guess, 96 or wherever it connects on that trailhead section. When's Head Night? What's the one that uh, Burns was developed over there? Hidden River States. Hidden River When is that? Um, so he's working on that. They're working on the road. You know, that, that road piece was the piece that really kind of got everybody comfortable with what he was doing. Because Another entry. Yeah, because it, it not only allows access to what Brian's doing in his project, but it creates another artery out of that very congested case and trail area. And, right. You know, that was a tough deal. That was a hard. It's one of the hardest things I've done. Now, what about commission. recently? I think we had a, um, we had a development got it was voted down or yeah whatever. that was a big deal um, what uh can you can you fill us in on what happened how did there, you Ronnie? vote on it I, well i didn't get a chance to vote for it uh at the you city council to leave the because no there was a group that didn't you know some of the council members didn't didn't want to do that and so why did they not want to um you know and and i think of bill shacklett um all the time when when there's something difficult we deal with at the city council um you know bill somebody that comes to mind because he says things all the time that I think are really wise. And one of the things he says is, you know, we may disagree as a council, but once the council makes a decision, we move on. And it's a decision sure, we live to, with. You have as to the go council. with it. Sure. So the project you're talking about was uh, a 78-acre uh, parcel that uh, was sort of the last undeveloped section of the avenue. It's on Medical Center Parkway as it right. goes to the interstate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> and um, it was a... Commercial developer came in, wanted to buy it. Heinz, who's a national commercial developer, and sure. I mean that's that's a big time, yeah. not local player, out of town player. What were they going to build? What was their it was their a main combination? Was, was, it, was it a retirement community or no? Was, was I mean that could that may have happened eventually, but out of right. the gate, it was six hundred apartment units. Okay, uh, we two, need more apartments though. Yeah, um, I'm not going <laughs> to say that. Yeah. <laughs> 200, 290 townhouses. Right. So, yeah. you know, um, but it was a, a true mixed use. And, and what I will say is this is where my vision may have been different than ultimately the council vote was. Fair enough. Okay. Um, you know, I live downtown Murfreesboro now. So right. that's why I could take a nap before I came here because I didn't have to drive 20 minutes a lot to of downtown. Rich people, yeah, a lot of you rich people live downtown. <laughs> yeah, right. So I'm just ragging yeah. you folks, please. Um, so <laughs> Cynthia and I moved in eight. Uh, was it February, March? It's a March, huge right? house. You, you were up see there. It. Yeah, it's like yeah. twelve thousand square feet. Sure. Yeah, it's, no, it's not. No, Built in eighteen hundred. It was well. It's a It's over a hundred years old. Yeah. So uh, well, somewhere around there. that's early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. yeah. But it was built during my generation. Well, 
You're holding up real well there. You're holding up real well. But, but you know, downtown is really the only walkable community that we have in Murfreesboro. So right. I walk to work uh, most days. Um, you know, we, we walk downtown. We walk to restaurants, and we like it very much, and it's very much sure. a lifestyle. But the way our community has developed uh, has basically put tremendous pressure on the primary infrastructure of you know the roads that we've got so highway 96 highway 99 231 even medical center parkway you know you you go in and you you lay these this road and then you develop every parcel down the street and what happens is for you to leave yeah well for you to have any service you have to leave your house so ed when you get your toenails done you got (laughs) you got to leave the house Bill, when you get the sexy haircut that you've got, you got to leave the house. When, <laughs> okay. when we go eat, when we go shop, when we take our kids to school, everything that we do, we have to get in a car and leave. Well, this project was going to be probably the first true mixed-use project right. that we've got in Murfreesboro, okay. right. akin to the vintage at the avenue, the apartment complex that is there where you can leave your house, right. walk yeah. to the avenue, walk to Longhorn and eat. So it was office, retail, commercial, Everything you don't have to go anywhere. You're right you, there. You could. I mean, it's a lifestyle thing. So, you know, you could move in there, and um, if you work remotely from home, you would not necessarily have to get in a car and leave. It's not a place necessarily you would go and take kids. Which, ironically, a lot of people are doing right now, and it may. This may turn into a permanent type deal. That's one of the things that you know Bart was talking about on on this interview he did with John Hood today. So I got a I got a question for yeah. you. Did the hotel deal? pull out of the downtown is that a done deal because i've heard it yeah that it's a done deal why so when you say it's a done deal which part hotel pulling out that they're not going to they're do not going to do it yeah so um i have heard the same thing um i have not seen anything specifically when i say i've heard it uh staff has not brought something to me that said hey the hotel is out on the downtown project but there has been rumor, and of course, I'm a banker. So that's what my day job, that's what supports me. Sure. City council doesn't, sure. doesn't pay the bills. So what I know is um, hotel financing is tough. And the reason it's tough is because of what we've gone through as a country right. with mm-hmm. COVID-19. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and may yet still go through more. Yeah, I mean, there's so much yet. uncertainty. I don't think we've been affected right. by it yet. Really? I mean, as bad as, ba- as... As bad. Okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, you know, and that unfortunately... This is what I've said. It remains to be seen. Right. We just, and and I've said this before, and I'm not going to say this because folks, y'all have heard me say this, and I'm not saying it because we've got a city councilman here. He happens to be, he's come to be a friend of, of mine and, and Bill's. And I know that but, was hard for you. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> Boy, that hurts. Uh, <laughs> That's very good during this political season. That is good for you to say no, that. Don't, don't twist the knife, Ronnie. Uh, <laughs> but seriously, I mean, he just this guy's a fine fella. And, and what I've always liked about him, if he doesn't know, he'll just tell you, you know, hey, I just don't know. He won't make something up, you know. But I think all of you, and I said this before, all the mayors, all the governors in the, in the country, and I'm sure there's been some, some bumps and humps here and there, most of them, I think, have done as good a job as they could possibly do. Yeah, I mean, you, you, don't, just, don't, you just don't know what's going on. Right. So, you know, as we talk about this hotel, you use your capital, you know, write a check mm-hmm. out of – Bill's account and Ed's account to say, I'm going to invest sure. in something. Do yeah. you want to invest in a hotel right now where it's 50% occupied and people aren't staying in hotels because they're exactly afraid? Right, because it's down. Yeah. So yeah. so yeah. when you start saying, you know, is the hotel project going to come, 
Short term, that's a real problem. You know, right. I, I would argue that that I think that piece is really important to the downtown, to the whole piece of that. Yeah. Sure. Um, so you know, we got some tough, like always. Isn't it wild to think that Murfreesboro had three hotels downtown at one time? Isn't it amazing that we don't have the one Haynes now? The Haynes Hotel, Jackson. Yeah. James no, Paul, K. Paul. James K. Paul. That's and the Jordan Hotel, where Commerce Union Bank, which is Bank of America, mm. that was a a hotel. So you had three. I think it would be great if they can save the part of the Methodist Church. Your old offices, you yeah. had an office there. That's why I went to kindergarten. That's why I want them. To Where save Pinnacle it. Bank is, <laughs> yeah. you know, Pinnacle yep. Bank's building a new bank down there too. Right. Not a hotel, but Y'all since we're going, talking about those other banks, rid of I figured out Now, are you having people saying, "Hey, you're going to mess up the uh, the way it looks downtown"? You know, the skyline. I'm not an architecture <laughs> person, so I'm not trained right. yeah. in that regard. And my wife, you know dresses me so you know i shouldn't even let me pick out my clothes but <laughs> okay no. blue yeah right this is pretty good though this looks pretty good it's two different shades of blue which is probably and the good. yellow and the yellow works you can too. always tell when councilman martin has been dressing oh, himself he's mixing the, the stripes in, but he's mixing the stripes in the place here comes ronnie that's coming around is wearing a checkered ronnie, shirt and a pair of checkered pants are you drinking match. are you drinking again i, okay. I had to, i did have a glass of wine earlier okay. so i'll admit that but you know i, I think that building is a I would say it's more modern than most of the other architecture downtown, and it's a 50-, 60-year-old building. Well, I can tell you this. My wife was uh, had uh, it's a uh, mass communications major. Okay. Uh, graduated in the late 70s, uh, not 79, 80, somewhere around there. And she took pictures of that church and put you in the fall. It's, it's still beautiful. Yeah, it is. Okay. And... Uh, so it's been there a long time. Bill, is, is there a marker on that building that will the year of when it was erected? Are, are we talk? Are you talking about Pinnacle Bank? Or are you talking no, about the Methodist I'm Church? I'm talking about the Methodist it's Church. It's 1888. Okay. Wow. Well, late 18, And so I'm talking about right there on that corner, the corner there of, uh, of uh, hmm. yes. church and uh, what street is that? It would Jackson be firms college. Out. College. Yeah. yeah. And those steps there. And there was a maple tree, I believe, and when it turned in the fall this time of year, hmm. uh, so many of the kids have taken pictures of that. Well, not yeah. only the kids, but people that like to take pictures of it. It's beautiful. It really is. And it's nostalgic, mm-hmm. you know. But I think they were trying to save that or, or whatever. I don't know if... They saved the tower. You know, saved the main part of the church. Yeah, the yeah that, part. that's the thing that I think a lot of people, again, the, the nuances of, I think, what the city council does sometimes that people aren't aware of that you know we could have sold that property to anybody but there was a strong feeling that we needed to sell it to someone that um, had interest in preserving you know specifically the the old church sanctuary and you know that was um, important to the council and and so when you found someone when we found someone that had a plan around that um, you know it, it, it was really important to us to try to do that so that to answer your question, I don't exactly know. I haven't seen anything. Um, you know, I, I'm on the planning commission and the city council, so I'll have to make a decision about that when, if and when the plan changes. It'll have to come before this. So I Good hope enough. it goes through. Okay. If, okay. If we, what? How do you feel if we don't do the hotel? Should we do the? Should we do the project? Scrap the whole thing, or what would you do? Or you, just, you could always add the hotel, couldn't you? You mean like later? Yeah. Yeah, you, you could probably do that. You could do that. 
I think it, I was looking forward it's very, to it. It's very diplomatic. Of but you. gee, I'll tell you something else. That I'll tell you something else. That <laughs> would you vote? If you were on the planning commission, he's would you vote to, for that right yeah, now? He's trying to run sure. for your job, yeah. Ron. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay, I'll stick to. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to our our last series of breaks here. And uh, Zach, if you take that, I'd appreciate it. We're here with uh, Murfreesboro City Councilman Ronnie Martin. has been good enough to come up here on a Sunday night at 8 o'clock, which we appreciate. And uh, my co-host, Mr. Murfreesboro, Bill Wilson. We'll be back with you right after this. Stay with us, folks. You know, I wanted to take just a minute and tell you about one of our finer restaurants here in town. That's Zao's Hibachi and Sushi Grill. Now, they are located out Highway 231. That's Memorial Boulevard. Go out on past Adams Place. Go right up past Walmart and to the left, take your next stoplight. That's Wendellwood Drive, 149 Wendellwood Drive, Suite B5. They're in the Sprout Shopping Center. This is one of the most unique restaurants you will ever eat at. Appetizers, extensive menus, soups, salad sushi starters but the biggest thing that you'll enjoy is the show on the hibachi grills now mark has set up four of these grills and these chefs are second to none uh, the food very reasonably priced and if you got the kids with you a date with you they will show you a good time that's zao's hibachi and sushi grill 145 Wendellwood drive here in murfreesboro Ronna McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. During her 29-year tenure, she's won multiple awards for being a top producer. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DNJ Ruthie Awards. She's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203, or reach her at 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyronda.com. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Thanks for tuning in, and when you get ready to buy or sell real estate, give the Thomas Wilson team with Parks a call at 615-406-5872. We've been in the real estate business for over 25 years and have helped over a 1,000 families with their real estate needs. And we'd love the opportunity to serve you and your families. This is Bill Wilson with the Thomas Wilson team at Parks here in Murfreesboro. Give us a call. We will not disappoint. 
Garcia, the Bond girl and owner of Grumpy's Bail Bonds, now serving 24 Middle Tennessee counties. Sometimes bad things really do happen to good people. And if you find yourself in jail needing bail, Grumpy's Bail Bonds is here for you. We'll get you out of jail with the fastest, friendliest, most affordable service. I guarantee you'll be happy when you call Grumpy's, 877-GRUMPY'S, or go to my website at grumpysbailbonds.com. Curb them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. Uh-huh. <laughs> isn't, that what, isn't that what was happening? Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't do that very well, but I tried. Back to what we were talking about. Uh, did you under, you know when the interstate system came in here, Ronnie? None of the businesses wanted. An interchange coming from you know I've heard that no yeah. that, in the seventies they were afraid they were going to take business away from downtown yeah isn't that crazy I can understand back in that time I understand that they were so they, afraid they that, were so afraid they really were I and think I mean, that's it, like you know, so many other things you know the the community changes and people their vision of of the right. city changes yeah. and new people mm-hmm. come and then our city sure. starts becoming a new place because. New people are here, so the ones that complain the most are the ones that have moved here in the last ten years. Well, we welcome them too. I'm like, I'm a realtor. I'll help you. I'll sell your house for you. you know, yeah, if you want to move. Well, they don't, <laughs> no, they don't want to move. No, they may complain, but they 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 came here for a reason. They know how good they got they it. They know how good they got it. Yeah. Because now yeah. I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna I'm gonna harp on Murfreesboro a little bit and Rutherford County. I've got people coming down here. I say, you know, so they're from say Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> Cost of living down here is so much cheaper. Yes, sir. No income tax. Oh, really? Tell that to some of our longtime residents who don't believe that. And, yeah. you know, they come down, bought a house for, like, I've, I've got one fellow bought a house and his wife for like $280,000 in the Blackman right. area. And have recently moved up to Manchester. Well, I don't have to tell you, you can, Bill, as you know, you can buy a house up there, cheaper than sold the house yeah. they had here. They'd been in for a few years. Yep. And he works from home. And he always has worked from home. His type of sales is a, some type of commercial sales. He would have loved that Avenue project, by the way. <laughs> Are you going to run it back through? Uh, it's not my project, but you know, I didn't we'll mean see. to pull the scab. Way to go, my. way to go, Ed. <laughs> Thank you. There's a but, lot of people moving no, here from California. I know you have a Tons lot, of and so he knew exactly what he he does. Oh, love this place, man. And he will retire here, and their children are in good schools here. And of course, now they're up in up around Manchester, which Manchester's a pretty good area too. But yep. they're getting a taste of what we got a taste of That's Bonner- exactly right. twenty five years ago. That's they got exactly Bonnaroo, right. man. The hey, have you been to that? No, I, I haven't. I haven't oh, no, yeah. I, have, I have a friend that was a year older than me. He went with his son, and I said, "Brother, you wow, you can have it." He like stayed, stay the night, stayed the whole weekend. Wow, uh, Tony was always. Oh, it smells bad. Yeah, people are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, I like sleeping in my own bed. That you makes know? you freak out if COVID makes you freak out. Imagine what Bonnaroo. It probably it. came. COVID <laughs> probably came from Bonnaroo. It came from, <laughs> it came from Coffee County. I don't, I don't mean that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, Rod, you didn't mean that, did Yeah, you? I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Bonnaroo is Bonnaroo, it's, it's, it's a big it's a event. Big, it's a big event. It started deal. out. It took a few years to grow, but it has become a bigger uh, Of course, Bill, I'm like what you said. I think maybe last week, week before this year, concerning sports, events, entertainment, There's the an whole year is going to be an asterisk. There's decided, an asterisk. You know, we were everybody's. Well, here's what we're afraid of. It, hopefully, it's not. We're leading up to 2021. <coughs> it's going to be worse. We yeah. want it to be better. We want it to. Well, be better. we want it to be, but we don't. We just again, we don't know yet what this is going to be. I'm just saying, in Europe, cases are starting to spike again. Right, and all the numbers do indicate that. Um, why? I well, I don't half, know. Man, half, Europe had one of the most massive lockdowns you could have. Well, half of America is saying, "Well, the Lord's got it." The way I look, I, hey, I, well, I love the Lord, and He gave us know. brains to use. But here's also the the thing: the Lord got COVID. The, no, the Lord does not have COVID. Is that what you said? No, I'm saying that the people Lord, the Lord are, are like, I'm not wearing a mask. I don't care if I get it. It's oh, meant yeah. to be. It's meant to be. No, and then the other I ones are, are no, locked I'll, up inside their house on I'll TV not, all day. Yeah. No, I'll so not which go is that route. Uh, like I've, I've joked before, my wife's been working at home now about seven months. She mm. informed me the other day. I said, it'd been longer than I thought. Yeah. And um, I'm telling you, I... I'm afraid probably around the middle to the end of next week she'll probably go in to get a lawyer and file for divorce. <laughs> <laughs> so you got any attorneys I can go to? <laughs> here's, I did have one, but they're all going to take her think, side. So, you know. <laughs> Here, here's my thing about the mask, and I'll share my, my personal experience. Sure, um, right. You, know, you had a mask on when you come um, in, by the I way. I did, and I'll get yeah, it in my pocket here. But um, I would have been one, uh, and this is just an honest admission, I, sure. I would have been one that would have not wanted to wear a mask. Right. I'm, I'm still one that really doesn't want to wear I don't wear want a mask. to either. I don't like them. Right. You know. But I will tell you. But I do. I do as well. And the uh, kind of the defining moment for that for me <clears throat> was I, I work, you know, in my workplace, I work at Pinnacle Bank. Right. And um, people when, business, you got customers in that's right. All and you know, set the example, son. Well, yeah, I mean that's a great point. Um, but you know, our leadership at the bank made the decision and said, "Hey, we're going to protect employees. This is what we're going to ask you to do to keep right. our business open. You know, an essential business. You can't everybody in the si- sure. in the bank sick, and the bank's not sure. open, kind of thing. Right. So." You know, they said, you're going to wear a mask, and here's how you're going to do it. And so, you know, get over it and adjust to it. And you so, just, well, you have to. But, right. but I will tell you, it was the moment that other people in the bank, uh, their sigh of relief that everybody was wearing masks because of what you didn't know about their individual circumstances, right. sure. their family, their kids, know. their husbands, their, you know, their spouses, that, you know, all of a sudden, it made me realize, man, I'm I'm really a jerk for not wanting to wear it's a mask. It's not all about me or you. Yeah, that's thing. right. Well, it's not all about thing. us. Most of, the, uh, 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 most of us, for our banking situation, yeah. I haven't been in, in my bank. Yeah, when uh, I let you only in. One, <laughs> first of all, you're going to have money, right? you can have your mask. <laughs> yeah, they were social distancing three or four years ago, folks. Yeah, they, that's that Raymer fell that radio st- Oh, yeah, no, he can't come in. David Edwards took care of that. Um <laughs> 
<laughs> no, don't let him in. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with politics, <laughs> so believe me. But, no, I mean, you can do a lot of things in a drive-up window. Yes, sir. And a lot of the the, the tellers have done pretty good with that. Yes, now, sir. I can't come to you and apply for a home mortgage loan from a teller window. I mean, we're going to eventually have to. We can do a lot of stuff online. But we're going to eventually have to sit down and talk. Which is you know? why the masks are so important, you know, right. to keep folks safe. I go in Kroger, I take a mask. And you know? so, it's not that big a deal. Well, if you, it's my if liberty really if I don't want to wear it. I'm not going to wear it. You're not you know, going to tell me you, what to do. And, and look, you know? and, and I understand that piece of it, but I think we could say that about all kinds of things that, you know, sure. government regulates, you know, that, that we do uh, to keep people safe. Like, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about my wife. You know, you got to think about the fact that <clears throat> teachers are wearing masks and wearing helmets, and they have children at school sure. that they're trying to keep safe, sure. so that people can go to work, so that kids can get an education. Sure. Um, some kids, you know, they don't get a meal if they don't come to school. You got That's situations exactly right. like that going That's on. That's exactly right. So you think about the sacrifices that they're making and right. the stress that they're under. And what's happening in the school system, <clears throat> to go back to this mass conversation, right. that you know, families at home are not being as disciplined about some of the uh, safety precautions right. as school teachers are. And so kids are coming into the school sick, making other kids sick. And um, taking home right. to granny and gran- or whoever. Yeah. Well, if you have your, your mother. She's, yeah, uh, she's Ms., 86. Miss Wilson's 86. I don't want to – I'd love to go over and see her. We've had her on the show. She called in during right. this entire thing. I'd love to go meet her, meet her personally and sit down because we knew Floyd. We knew your dad. Yeah. yeah. And uh, But I've never met you. To my knowledge, I've never met Pe- her. But I'm not going to go right now. Yeah, but the thing is, if you don't have people – you don't have an economy. That's right. That's exactly right. Does that makes sense. And Which if people can't go to work, you right. don't have an economy. We, you have to have, have the commerce. Yeah. You have to have it. And I know that's a delicate balance that that all governors, the president, everyone has. You know, look, we got to get back. We got to have some some currency circulating out right. here, and that's true. And you can't just have you know. And that's one thing. Local and federal, or local and state governments don't have the option of you can't print. Which I said it up here once before. Y'all don't have the option of printing up money. Right. You know, the federal government's the only one who has that option. It's a good you know. time to be a therapist now. Because <laughs> seriously, <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm I agree. Ha- I mean, everybody it doesn't matter. Well, how much we were money talking the other day, especially this time of year. Well, the sun about starts this. going down early. We have a time change. Any doctor worth their salt will tell you prescriptions for for antidepressants go up. I've I, go up. I know people. Is that an admission? I know. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you ain't come back up here. I don't kidding. care if you no, y'all don't care if you live right next door, you ain't coming over here. I walked here, Ed. I walked here just for you. Oh, I know you do. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was cold, I drove my truck. So <laughs> when you come you in, you don't tell anybody. That's the Man come in with a sack over his head. Didn't want anybody to know he was coming hey, in. Don't tell anybody I'm coming in here. No unknown comic. He's coming in. <laughs> Listen, um the election is Tuesday. Yeah. We're gonna have to get out of here. Um Ronnie, thank you for coming up. I wanna thank uh Julie, Jolene Randotti, Jolene Randotti, director, uh, director of Regis Six. Who I think your wife uh, works she's, with. They work together. on the board yep. with me. She's yep. great. Uh, again, thanks for coming up. Hope everyone has voted because Tuesday's your last day. Yep. Okay. And you know, I thought about something um, that uh, you know, and uh, someone said, uh, television, heard on the radio, whatever. I don't know. You know. Uh, Many, many men and women have gave they gave the ultimate sacrifice. 
so that we can have this country and we can vote. That's right. Now, folks, when you start looking at it through that lens, it's very serious. Yep. And I will pick up anyone that would call, and I doubt anyone would, but would call and say, you know, I need, uh, my my friend needs a ride to the polls. Yes, sir. I don't care how you vote. And I'll fight for your right to go in and cast that vote. As long as it's the way I want you to cast it. (laughs) (laughs) Cheeseburger, cheeseburger, chip, chip, chip. No, I'm sincere about that. I mean, uh, and please, if you haven't voted, get up there. Now, Bill, we wanted to have Alan on, but they're working tonight. Alan Farley, our director of election. Alan, yeah, he, t- he, he has done a me fantastic job. Yeah, absolutely. I know he's done it, but you know something Meredith and I are doing? I probably shouldn't announce it right here, but please do. we're going to be verifying votes. Hmm. <laughs> do you know? I, I talked to Alan, verif- but do you, does he know if you, do you well, know he, the count? Well, I hate to tell you. This, <laughs> Who's supervising? He asked, he asked me. Who's supervising you, Mary? Uh, I'm gonna, I don't know who I'm. I don't know who I'm. Mayor's going to be, I'm going to be with somebody, and we're going to verify the votes, and that's going right. to be real interesting. That's a neat. Have you ever done that before? No, but ever, no I've no. pulled names for uh, jury before, though, when I was a kid. Really? Sure did. Okay. Uh, Ronnie, once thank again, you. thank you. Folks, Thanks, brother. Please, Tuesday is the day they'll wrap all this ball of wax up. Go vote. We thank you for being here. I want you to stand by and listen for Chris Hale. He's going to be on for the 9 o'clock hour, uh, last week's show. And Zach, good job. Thank you. Nice to meet you, Zach. Good job. And uh, Dalton, thank you for being here to help train Zach. Bless your heart, son. I know it's been a lot for you to take in. (laughs) We'll be back (laughs) with you next Sunday. But stick around. Chris Hale here with us for 9 o'clock hour. Thanks again.